is a test run to a test run? <laughs> a Tesla. Hey, look at that. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I'm your host, Hayden Huber, and alongside me is the greatest co-host of them all. Oh, you flatter me. I'm hey, Cole Hazenfield. I'm doing my best over here. You know, I'm working on our intros. You know what? It's getting crisp. Hey. It's it, crisp like apple crisps. Wait, wait for this. Yeah, I love it. Now we're talking. I feel like Joe Burrow when we won that fucking game against the Titans. Yeah, like about give me bangles. some fucking claps. Let's go. We are pumped up tonight over here at Unscripted Exchanges headquarters, and we've got some fire content to discuss. The HQ, the HQ. Like, yeah, we've got some fire content. I want to. I want to jump back into the the Bengals real quick. Like you're you're forgetting. That we predicted this was going to happen. I know. I I mean, if you go back to last week, I think, and I'll have to like, was it a week ago or two? It had to be last week, right? We were talking about, like, we were just pretty hyped up. We underplayed it, but we did say the Bengals were going to win. Yes, we did. You're welcome, Cincinnati. You're a modern day Nostradamus. Uh, Yeah, you, Nostradamus. I mean, I wouldn't call myself. You know, that reminds me. <laughs> Dude, you should hear my dad talk about Nostradamus. It's so bad. He literally, like, when he found out about Nostradamus, like, way behind everybody else. Everybody else already knew yeah. about all these predictions Nostradamus had made. But he always catches on to things, like, after you've already gotten excited about, like, or interested in it, and then nobody's excited about it anymore because, like, everybody knows about it. Then he's like, have you heard of this guy, Nostradamus? He's predicting everything. And you're like. So he's like six years behind. Is what he you're literally saying. like he gets all excited about it, and he's sending me all these articles and all these different things. He's predi- I'm like, already, yeah. Like, I I, I want to be enthusiastic with you, right? But that enthusiasm has come. I've been, I've embraced it. I've hugged the enthusiasm. Yeah. I've gotten it out of my system. Now you're just irritating me. Yeah. Because you're like seven years behind everybody else. Well, maybe he does it to irritate you too. Just to no, he doesn't. No, well, it's, it's genuine, genuinely, genuinely like yeah. that excited about it. Well. Hey, teach, teach their own. Teach their own. Yeah, look yeah. at that. We're on the same page for once. <laughs> We're on the same page. I guess we do make halfway decent uh, hosts together. I'll <laughs> yeah. just wrap this episode up. <laughs> We're on the and same. And that's it, everyone. That's a thirty-minute uh, or a thirty-second conversation brought to you by uh, Hayden and Cole from Unscripted. Exchange. Well, I want to make another prediction about KC before KC. Kansas City. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was playing dumb just for folks that might not know. All I'm saying is I definitely don't want to see Patrick Mahomes' brother doing whatever the hell he does on the field. A little TikTok? Yeah, he's so he's just. Well, remember what happened to Juju? The Bengals don't take too kindly. What is he even in the league anymore? I don't even know. Um, But I want to make a prediction on very specifically the score. Of course. 49-46. Jeez, that's Bengals. a high-scoring game. Okay. That's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. I'm not saying the Bengals' defense is going to play poorly. I'm saying that Kansas City is going to pop off. But Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon and T. Higgins and Tyler Bo- and that whole team, they're going to pop off, too. Now, this O-line shit better be fixed because that was a big problem. Yeah, nine sacks. Can't have that happen no, again. No, that was a We were all getting irritated with Joe for taking those sacks, but... I mean, he. Some of those he had. I mean, he had no time, no time. Um, so I'm like forty nine, forty six. Joe Mixon, one hundred and twenty seven yards, forty four, and that's 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 rushing. One hundred twenty seven rushing, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown, two tu- two rushing touchdowns. Wow, you've given this some real thought. Two rushing there. touchdowns, 
44 yards receiving, four catches, one dropped ball. Okay. All right. I'm not predicting anybody else's stats, but that's my uh, prediction for we'll s- We'll see if you're uh, a modern-day Nostradamus, like I said. I'll make this quick and easy. I'm going to go 38-35 Bengals heading to the Super Bowl, uh, but we'll have to uh, run the tapes back and uh, see if uh, our predictions hold I'm gonna true. I'm going to lose it. I'm gonna lo- if we go to the Super Bowl, you know how big that'll be? It's going to be so amazing when, for the city. When we go to the Super Bowl. Much better. I like it. All righty, should we dive into uh, the main course tonight? The main course, the entree. Yeah, we were just the dabbling around level. with a little bit of an appetizer there. Yeah, the entree le vous or something like that. No, that doesn't, that's not a word. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, I did. I hey, there. you know me, I make up words too, so. Entree le vous, vous le vous. Okay. Hey, let's, let's get on into uh, some good stuff here. So I know you and I were talking uh, off camera here just about marketing and sales and Definitely wanted to pick your brain a little bit more on, uh, you know, both. But starting with sales, because that's kind of uh, the area that you're in uh, today, what would you say uh, makes a good uh, salesperson, um, whether that's a salesman or a saleswoman? Um, like, what traits uh, do you need in order to, to be successful? You threw up a softball for me there. Hey, that's I've what given I'm, this a lot I'm of thought. Here. That's what I'm here By for. By the way, I'm always selling, okay? Amen. And so I'm going to start off with my mantra or my philosophy on sale, sales, and I'll tell you what I believe makes a good sales salesperson, sales professional, whatever you want to call it. Um, first thing, or account manager or enterprise executive. There's like 15 different names. Fancy t- terms, yeah. All these different names for somebody that's selling stuff. Titles mean only so much these days. No, they're ridiculous. But uh, I think my philosophy on sales in general is, I read this book by Grant Cardone, Seller Be Sold. Fantastic book. Grant Cardone's a badass too. By the way, I mean, questionable. Is um, this the guy that's got a whole bunch of real estate? and A real estate tycoon, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very right. motivational, very just... Yeah. With it, successful. But I've seen a small amount of his content. He, he's uh, he's he's energetic. He's he's go getter. But he read this book, Seller Be Sold, and 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 one of the the underlying themes, or not even underlying, he fucking says it, is you're always selling something in life. Everybody's a salesperson. Everybody is pushing an agenda, trying to get somewhere. And so I've really taken that to heart. Because you know you've got it doesn't matter if like you're a doctor, you're a teacher, you're a product manager, you are a kid in high school, you are it doesn't matter what aspect of life you're in. At some point and and throughout several points throughout your life, you're going to want something. You're going to want to go. You're going to get buy something, um, sell something like whether you know get you know get a better grade, get a better job. You're selling something. You are telling mom that you want to stay out late. Telling mom you want to stay out late, asking uh, for an extra cookie. There's a million different ways in life that we're selling ourselves. Whether again, whether it's our personalities, you know, you can't go on a date and not sell yourself to your date. You can't go on a first date and be just a. just, just be a fucking Debbie Downer. Well, are you, you got to sell you, the good parts. Are you okay? saying though that you got to act like someone you're not? On no, sales isn't about acting like someone you're not. But you okay. got to get what you want. Okay, no. all right. You are though. You're going on a date. You're trying to make them be impressed, right? You yeah. don't go on a date going. I I don't want to impress. I don't want to impress my date. I don't want to make them feel special. I, you go on a date going. I want to take them to a really nice restaurant. First date. Yeah. Nice restaurant or a good movie. 
First impressions. Matter. I want them to. I want to dress nice. Mm-hmm. I want to have a good conversation. Yep. All of this stuff is selling. You're selling. You're trying to sell them on being going on a second date with you. If the first date goes terrible, you're not going on a second date. So I, I, I totally believe in that. That you are, uh, sale. Everybody's a salesperson at some point in their life. Not all alive, but. So that's my first kind of philosophy for you. And I think just to jump in real quick, you could also use the word marketing uh, to some extent. Um, as you know, people think about, you know, how do I market myself? Um, it's there. There's definitely a strong correlation with marketing and sales. Is basically what I'm getting at. Well, 100. percent Yeah. Because marketing, you're, again, you're marketing yourself. You're selling yourself. Does there's, our production manager need to come over there and fix that? No, I just I'm just getting it comfortable. He's been working hard on the studio and he just can't seem to get it right. But hey, I think the audio is working. Jimmy, this time. you're fired. <laughs> get your ass out of here. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, I think there's a big correlation. So I again. I got some questions for you on that, uh, but that is my my philosophy on sales. And then I think to answer your there we go to answer your question about what I think makes a a, a salesperson successful is I'm going to backtrack. You've we've all heard it before. I've heard it a lot in my life. You know, as your listeners and people that do know me, there you're a talker. I'm a, I'm a talkative guy. I'm a very energetic, social person. Uh, so I've always huh, heard. I would have never guessed. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Hey, everybody. No, um, (laughs) I've always gotten this. Well, you're a natural born salesperson. People say, oh, you're just, you're a great sales guy. You're the, I'm like, I mean, thanks, but I don't think you're born a natural salesperson. I think you can be born, you can be more social or less social. Sure. 100%. Doesn't mean you're a born salesperson. It means you might like people and you like to talk. I like to talk. That's not what made me. That's not what's made me successful in sales. What's made me successful in sales is the amount of effort you put in, the motivation, motivating factors that go into that, and then also the ability to look at different different solutions, different ideas, and, and things, and tie them together. So, I just want to get that out there. So, I think my I have three things that make a successful. I believe a successful salesperson that make them that mold them that they're not you're not born one. It's one hustle, and aside and kind of like coinciding with that is being motivated by money. I think if you're not motivated to some extent about money by money and the sales profession, whether you sell, call yourself a account manager or an enterprise account executive or a fuck, there's like a million inside sales rep. I mean, there's a million different. Sales positions that don't call sales reps now. I don't know if you've seen that on LinkedIn. They was like, I mean, I have like probably fifteen friends that are in sales roles that their title doesn't have the word sales in it. Yeah, but account executive or account manager, you're still selling something. Um, so I think that's one. I think being motivated by money because sales in a sales role, the more you sell, the more money you make. So you got to be motivated to sell more of whatever it is you're selling to make that more that more money. You've got just like in, in product management or other fields where you're tracked by your successes in sales, you're also tracked by how much money, how much you're selling for the company. So if you're not hitting those quotas, you're not gonna have a job. But if you're hitting those quotas, the money goes up. So I think um I think being motivated by money is people don't like to say that these days, like, oh you shouldn't just be motivated by money. That's not what I'm I'm not saying only be motivated by money. But you gotta want to make some money, and you can make a lot of money. You can be 
You can be very wealthy being in a sales profession. I mean, very, very wealthy. I put a slight twist on that. Totally agree. And this is where, you know, I'm a uh, expiring, aspiring. Uh, expired. expired. He's, he's expired. expired. <laughs> it could be expired ex- here. You never know. <laughs> Just like Jimmy over there. <laughs> <laughs> I might get whacked tonight on my way out of the studio. Jimmy, get out of here. <laughs> Cole's like, I've had enough of that Hayden guy. He's expired. But uh, yeah, aspiring um, marketing professional is what I'm trying to spit out there. But I I would say instead of being motivated by sales um, or selling, like I I get that, but maybe I would, uh, for me personally, if I'm trying to put something on my resume or I'm trying to just have a conversation, I'd say that I'm very motivated to drive value for uh, my customers or for the company, as well as myself, because it's mutually beneficial. Um, so I just put a slight twist on some of the Well, for your role, yeah, but for your role, yeah. But for a sales role, I, I've interviewed sales reps before, and if they don't tell me that they're motivated by money, like I don't sure. want them. Sure. I don't want them because I want, you to, I want you to want to make more money. I want you to want to make as much money as you can, because then I know that you understand that the more effort you put in, the more output, the more results you get. Again, it's not oh, I just need the green. You got it. There's reasons why people are motivated by money. Money is the motive. Money's the yeah. You should do a little, a little dance, baby. Um, so I think that's that's one. I think two is um, being able to ask good questions and listen. Ooh, I like. I that. think that's crucial. I and I and I say that. Because, and I'm still working on being a better question asker, but you've got to be able to ask questions and pull information out of people. And and I, that's something you can practice. That's not something that you just, you're born with the ability to, again, ask questions. Right. No. Like you have a genuine curiosity. If you can have, a, if you have a genuine curiosity about people and about situations and about things going on, and you could, then you can start asking the right questions. I think... So I, I would say a good, good question to ask more like a cur- curious, curious, curious. You sound like me. I'm rubbing off curious. on you. Curious. This words. is my mission today. <laughs> my mission. Uh, you got to be curious. You got to be have have a genuine curiosity to figure things out, especially a curiosity in like in people. Because when you're curious about people, then somebody takes a meeting with you, you're going to be interested to understand why are you taking this meeting? What is going on in your world that I can help out with? And then you kind of go on those like ventures. So I think that's huge. And also a big part of this, the sales process is one introduction. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, you can read like, for, first of all, most sales books are full of shit. Um, I've read a lot of them, but calling a spade a spade. They just, they, they always like, they make stuff up, but you got introduction. It's anything in anything in life, introduction, discovery. This is like, this is why I say sales attributes to everywhere, right? Uh-huh. You introduce yourself. Yep. So it, it, whether it's on a date or in a business meeting, whether you're selling a product or service, you introduce yourself. Here's what we do. Here's what we can... Okay, great. Second part's discovery. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about what's going on. How 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 have XYZ gone? Where is this headed? What's your budget? You ask all these questions. Again, you could be on a date. Tell me what your favorite color is. Tell me what your favorite flower is. Tell me, you know... Are you having trouble with your voice? I'm talking about like telecom, but you ask those questions, you get the discovery, right? You listen, you take all that information. Now you've got like 50 different questions answered. Now you've got a puzzle you're starting to put together. And the third one, third, so the third stage of that discovery is 
finding a solution. So matching what you sell to what they needed. And the biggest thing for a third aspect of a successful salesperson is being able to take what you got that that discovery phase and then put it together in something that that person is going to like. So again, in life, right? Go out on a date, it's favorite color, favorite this, favorite that, and you figure out how to adapt and understand that and use that as part of your relationship. Now I know more about you. Now I can engage on your level. Now I know more about what your needs are. Now I can get, and that is so, so, so crucial because you've got this, this piece and this piece and this piece and this piece, and you've got to be able to take those pieces and think critically. You don't just think one in one avenue. You don't put blinders on. You got to keep your blinders off and go, I understand all this. I understand they're, they're, they work for a fortune 500 companies. So they're, they're a third tier decision maker. So they got to go convince their boss. Well, how do I help them convince this boss? Well, they told them that there's like different levels and different facets. And you gotta be able to take all those pieces, put them together and then put the puzzle together. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you good. So if you, if you can't think critically and you think, and you can, again, you can learn this stuff. Yep. This is not something that like one person can do. One person can't, um, but if you're going to be successful in sales, you got to be able to, again, you got to be motivated by something. Most of the time, it's money. You've got to be able to be curious, ask questions, and you've got to be able to think critically, critically think, critical thinking, and keep your blinders off and understand how puzzle pieces fit together. Because once you get the puzzle together, there's your solution. You're creating value. They gave you the different pieces, but you got to put it together to show them, hey, this is your avenue for you to be successful. It's not about you as a salesperson being successful. It's about your customer getting what they need out of it. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, and that's super tough. I'm not saying that's easy. Because each customer is different. Every, every customer, every person is different. Every organization is different. Yep. There's no cookie cutter way about it. Again, that discovery phase could be one call. Yep. It could be 50 calls. It could be 300 meetings. I mean, it could be six months, nine months, 12 months. Depends on what you're doing. But I think, for me, that's what makes... Somebody successful, but that's not something that you're born with. That's something that you can learn and you can adapt to and you can grow off of. I love that last comment there. It's not something that you are, you know, traditionally born with per se, but something that you can learn over time. There are there are things that people are born well, with. Well, sure, but I, I I get you know I'm taking those words to heart and, and literally because um you know I've heard that too with certain things and I, and I think it's certainly true for like ninety percent of like anything in life like you don't necessarily have to be born with a certain trait or uh, skill set. Like you can learn over time to become, you know, whatever you want to be. It just comes down to one, do I have the right attitude? Am I willing to put in the time and effort? And then, you know, two, am I willing to take a step back, reflect on what I'm doing so I can three grow um, absolutely. And that's a recipe for success, right there. A- absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you tied that up in a bow because that is that is kind of like the the, the overarching ph- philosophical point of that that statement of you're not born with it is that there are things you're born with. Okay, there are, but there are also things you learn. Right. And and so I'm going to throw this question back to you. I'm going to lob it. I'm going to lob it over. This is my lob. Uh, Got what it. The fuck am I lobbing? I'm just going to. I can't touchdown do passes. I can Tutties. like lob a, a bag of sand or something. Um, I'm gonna lob to you what makes 
because you're an aspiring professional marketer. So what like, aspiring? I think back on this board you said uh, I read it somewhere. You had be the best marketer in the world. Yeah. So what makes somebody? What 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 are some like critical factors to being a good and great marketer? And what do you think you need to do to become a a great marketer to be that number one marketer? Where do I begin? That's a heck of a question, and I've been thinking about that for a while now. And I think the answer is going to evolve, but I'll I'll share what I think it is today. So, in order for me personally to be the best marketer. Um, that really starts with, again, the ability to roll up my sleeves and be willing to learn, um, not being, you know, cocky or, Hey, I've got this degree or I've taken all these courses. This is what's worked in the past. So I know the proper way to, you know, market myself, whether that's in a business meeting or if that's going out and meeting people in a social setting, um, kind of similar things to what you described there. But uh, I, I think that's the first thing, uh, just being willing to to learn, a continual learner. And I know we've talked about that on uh, previous episodes. Uh, so tune into, I think it's episode six or seven to, to learn a little bit more about that. Um, and then two is just the ability to choose the path uh, less traveled. And I know that's a cliche saying, but if you're doing everything, uh, that if you're doing everything that everyone else does, how do you really expect to stand out from the crowd? Um, wait, so, okay. So I'm going to jump in there cause I like that point. I'm going to ask you another question before you keep going. Yeah. So you're saying, um, don't be afraid basically to do something different. Exactly. And, and is that, is that, why is that, why is that crucial when becoming a better marketer, why is that crucial to being a great marketer? I, I think I know, but I want to hear like why you think that's so crucial. Yeah, well, first and foremost, you're you're going to set yourself apart. If you're doing something that no one else has seen, now you might get judged, you might get criticized, but uh, if you are the the first to market um, something or you're you're just doing something that's clever, uh, you know, that's probably going to help you. Um, you know, thinking in the traditional sense of just, you know, a pile of resumes, if you're applying to a job, if you're just running through some basic bullet points, I mean, they, they get those. Uh, so just some quick advice here, just use some buzzwords, because there are machines that look for, you know, keywords or buzzwords, um, as well as just send in something that's a little bit different. Do a do a video of yourself. You know, oh, absolutely. Why? Why? does so-and-so company want to hire uh, Hayden Huber or Cole Hazenfield? Um, set yourself apart. Now, you know, some people might take that the wrong way, but that's kind of my spin on, okay, how can I make myself stand out? Because there's a lot of other people competing for, for this job. Um, and I might not be the right fit, and that's all right. And this goes back to some of the, uh, the points that you made around just being resilient and handling rejection with sales. Um, you know, uh, as I was first entering into, uh, the workforce, you know, I probably applied to, uh, I'd say around like 30 or so places, which may or may not be a lot, but yeah, I got used to, uh, rejection, uh, at least to some extent. I think we all, uh, still, uh, hurt <laughs> at times. Uh, <laughs> there, there's no beating around the bush there, but yeah, just being willing to, 
you know, send out a lot of different uh, resumes and, and marketing myself. You know, I would do a little bit of A-B testing. Uh, so I would switch up, you know, some wording on one versus the other, um, things like that. Uh, I, I think I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Well, there. no, I like no, but I like that you make a good you make a good point because what you're what you're you're giving an example. What I'm hearing, you're giving an example of like your point you're making is be different. Like the the what, your 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 second point of being a good marketer, right? Being a great marketer, yeah. Is and and I've seen this and I see this. You see this with like you know even for Super Bowl, all these different beer commercials and all these different commercials. And like, there's some crazy shit you see. Peloton did one with that really cool one where they did uh, they had the people riding the bike and like their lives were changing and stuff. Uh-huh. That was totally different than anything I've ever seen before, and that that helped them, right? Yep. And that was a risk. Yep. That was different. And I think you're what I hear you're saying, just to clarify for our listeners, is to be a good marketer, you need to be able to step outside and be creative and do something different. You can be another marketer. By doing the same thing everybody else does, by copy and pasting LinkedIn posts, by copy, you can do that. That's that's marketing. But to be a great marketer, you got to get outside of that comfort zone. You got to, and so like the same to LinkedIn, you got the the applications. You got to get outside of that. Like okay, yeah, a, a application tracking system. Okay, buzzwords. But what can I do to make myself stand in more? I can add a video resume. I can do this and that. So no, I'm totally pay, you, you did, but I, I'll say to clarify. I think that was a very good example of, hey, get outside. Your The point you were making, from what I understand, is be creative, be different, take some risks. That's what you have to be a great marketer. Totally. And, and one other thing that I'll add, uh, going back to just networking and uh, the power of LinkedIn, like if you're connecting with people, make it something like different than everyone else. Like don't just send the generic like, Thanks for connecting with me. Like send them like a personal message saying like, hey, so-and-so, like I'm really uh, inspired by your work. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about why? And then also attach some type of value that you can help provide them. Maybe it's something as simple as, hey, I noticed that, and I'm making this very specific, but if it's a small like business owner, but hey, I'm really uh, a big supporter of your company. I did notice that you know something uh, that could be improved on your website. Like I could offer this. Like that's how you can at least start to build that relationship. Saying like, hey, I can provide you this value. I stand with your brand. Um, and that's just one specific example. But the, the point that I, I'm trying to get at, which I kind of started off with, is just don't send that generic connection and just say thanks for connecting. Like, try to make it meaningful, uh, personable uh, to the person. Because at the end of the day, we all want that basic level of human connection. Um, and if you can try to do that, it's going to make your life a little bit easier as you start to to build out your professional network. Be unique. Amen. Yeah. Be unique. Yeah. You you hit it spot on. Like you know, I, and don't connect with people. Just to add to that, don't just connect just to connect. I mean, I get that. Like you want to get. I mean, rule of rule of thumb, you want to be above five hundred connections on LinkedIn. If you're like using LinkedIn actively, you want your thing to pop up five hundred plus. That's just like if you have anything less, it just makes you look like you don't use it. But but why do you think five hundred marketing? Yeah, because it doesn't show on LinkedIn when you go to somebody's profile if you're not connected with them. Yeah, it if you got more than five hundred, you could have five hundred and one. Uh huh. It says five hundred plus. Okay, all right. Look That's at a little that. marketing marketing tip. That's a great tip. Yeah. So, 
again, once you get <laughs> so I'm like kind of like going back and forth. I'm saying don't just connect with people, just connect. But get to 501. <laughs> At least get to 500. Might be a little bit hypocritical, yeah. but I see what you're saying. Get to 501. Yeah. And then be and like he said, don't just don't just send a generic message. Like have a reason. Go to their profile. Look at something interesting. Like read. Go. Th- people would be like, dude. That point. And I'm going on a rabbit hole. People would get so surprised when they talk to me or inter- I introduce myself. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I saw you went to this college. Like, and I saw this product you did, and they're like. How did you know that? Like, it's like a, you, you have it on. I on, did some basic on, research. Yeah, it's he blasted it out in, to the dude. world, right? Like, I'll be like, right. yeah, I saw it on your. your I said, you know, it blows my mind is when people like you'll have a meeting or something, and then people like will first time and like especially in sales or like a, a business meeting, they'll like they'll rattle off all the shit that's on their website to you, like introduce that to you, and I'm like, yeah, I knew that because I read your fucking. I went through your website. Yep. Like, I appreciate you reiterating that to me. But I was hoping you were going to tell me something different than exactly what it says on your website. Again, I, I'm going down a wormhole there. <laughs> I'm going to call it a wormhole instead of a black hole. That's a black hole. Yeah, I, I think one last thing I do want to touch on, though, in terms of what makes a, a good marketer um, or marketing professional is just you know someone that is, again, willing to uh, stand out from the crowd. I know I'm kind of repeating myself, uh, but is willing to be comfortable being uncomfortable because they're doing things that, uh, you know, other people haven't done. Um, and again, that example, uh, with just like, how do I set myself apart if I'm applying to a new company, like a video, um, resume or or conversation around why they should hire you, um, I think is extremely vital. Um, at least if I'm the hiring manager, I think that would make me uh, more likely to, you know, carve out some time and set up an interview with that person. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think again, which kind of touches on some of the stuff that you've mentioned, marketing is, is everything or sales and marketing are heavily correlated. Uh, everything that we do, whether that's business, not business, um, in one shape or another, um, it, it is essentially uh, marketing. And I know I, I'm overusing that word here probably, but... We're talking about it, so it's okay to overuse. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe I just need to get the word marketing tattooed on my forehead at this point. I like that. No, I think that's a dumb idea. Yeah, we'll make a bet on you that. You know how I said that you should stand out from the crowd? That might be a little bit too lip. much there. Yeah. <laughs> your lip. No, yeah. no regrets. No, no regrets. regrets. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, sales and marketing are, are great aspects for, for everyone to, uh, take a look at implementing in their life as we both, you know, agree upon those are basically foundational building blocks to building out your, your professional career. And you and I certainly, uh, don't know all the answers and we're still learning. Oh yeah, we do. Um, we're just, we, we know everything. <laughs> We're we're speak, working on speak for yourself. Everything. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Can I can I throw something? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a question for you. Go for you. it. Do you think everybody everybody has the ability to be creative? Yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, you know, what is your definition of being creative? Um, you know, life is very subjective. But if I Hayden Huber think that I am not a creative person, then more likely than not, I'm not going to be a creative person. But if I have that mindset that says, Hey, 
I can be creative or I can do, you know, whatever. And I know we all hear that. Like you can certainly make some big changes in your life. Now it's going to take a lot of time. And I know I'm deviating from your original question there, but, uh, again, and I'm big on this. It all starts with that, that belief or that mindset. And you're going to fight with yourself at times. There might be that voice in your head. That's like, no, you can't do this. Like, that's bullshit. Ignore that. I mean, and that can always be there, but you're going to have to be willing to, to struggle or wrestle with that and fight through it. Um, so yeah, I would say that everyone can be creative. I just think that's a quite, it's like you hear people do, it's another thing that people say, you're a born salesperson. Well, I'm just not creative. And it's like, why like you're telling yourself that you're not going to be creative. If you say you're not creative, like yep. so you're sitting there talking about like marketing, right. And, and, and this, this, this like applying places, and people like to give themselves an out by saying, I'm not creative or I don't know that stuff. And it's like, fuck, give me a fucking break. Okay, go go do some research. Go look at somebody else's things they've done. Right. You can be creative by copying somebody's idea. And yeah, then the art it. of stealing. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, okay? There's a bunch of create like Tesla. I mean, they got a cool look. They didn't invent the fucking car. Right. Okay, they just made it look really cool for an electric car, right? Ford is making slight creative changes to their F-150s. You can take an idea and you can adapt it to what's for you. That's using that creativeness. Um, and I also think like people like to go, oh, I'm not creative or I'm not this, and they stop. They just tell themselves that mindset. They tell themselves they're not something, and they don't just push through the block, right? And I had an ex- I, I've been working through a, on a project that I've had a big, big mental block lately, and I'm sitting there. I'm not going to fucking... I'm not... Sorry. I'm going to keep the F word. I'm not going to stop. Yeah, we're going to have to rate this R. Yeah. Oh, that's explicit. But I'm not going to stop working on it until I get that breakthrough because I know it's close. And I think that's where people tend to stop. They tell themselves they're not something, so they don't even try. Or they say they're not something, and when they get put in a position where they, they could be, could make it better, like being creative, they go, ah, eh, I don't want to put the effort, or I don't think I'm good enough. And it's like, do both. Put the effort in and tell yourself you're good enough. That's half the battle. That's 90% of the battle. Yeah, I think the a big thing, too, is people, you know, they'll start to, uh, using your example, they'll, they'll work on ways for them to be, you know, creative, whether that's them watching, you know, YouTube videos on, you know, how to be a, a creator or something like that. But they might not start to, to see the results right away, and they, they quickly give up. Um, and that can be applied to so many different facets in life where, okay, you know, I wanted to lose 10 pounds or I wanted to gain 10 pounds of muscle. Um, you know, I'm two months in and I'm really not seeing much of a change. Well, don't give up. You might need to alter your strategy. Maybe your diet isn't that great. And that's why you aren't losing as much weight. You might be busting your ass in the gym, but your diet's what's killing you. Um, or maybe it's, you're not getting enough sleep. So, you know, you're not fully performing, uh, in in the gym, um, to, to your fullest potential because you're just fully, fully, you're, you're physically drained. Uh, so basically just look for ways to, uh, strategically change up, you know, uh, your, your strategy, um, at times, if you're not seeing the results and just recognize that results sometimes take a long time and there's really no right or wrong answer in terms of how long it's going to be. Uh, you just got to be willing to head down that journey. 
um, and, and applying, you know, that to this podcast show here, you know, and I've touched on it before. We're only about 10 episodes in. Um, we're seeing a lot of great feedback. You know, you and I would love to have like a million subscribers by now, but that's a little bit unrealistic. But the thing is, we're going to consistently put in the time and the effort to grow our brand, um, as well as just work on our, our content. So we're engaging, we're going to elevate our audio, our visuals, just all aspects. So we can become better creators and put out way more value, uh, to the, to the world. But we both understand that this is going to be a journey. Um, and it might take us a year or two to be really good, but we're, we're willing to consistently put in the time. And as we were talking offline, you know, we might need to change some of our strategy if we're seeing that, you know, our results are stagnant six months in, um, which is fine. We know what our end goals are, um, but we might need to, to change up, you know, how we are developing certain content for certain platforms, such as what do we want to push out on LinkedIn versus an Instagram or on like a TikTok. By the way, we don't have a TikTok account, at least not yet. I could do some really good TikTok. <laughs> you, you could dance. Yeah, Dude, I'm telling you, I could break it down. So, yeah, I, I think it just it all comes back to you know, how am I willing to, to grow, uh, and put myself in, in positions to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I'm working on that, you know, all the time. It's not easy. Well, they literally, and I think, um, I'm going through some of that right now so I can relate to that comment. There's things you do that are uncomfortable, but you just like forget what being uncomfortable feels like until you're there. Yeah. And you're like, it's kind of it's kind of an icky feeling. Like you're just like you just want to shake it off. You're like, like I think it, everyone it, might feel a like, little dude, bit you just different like, with you it. Feel like yeah. you get your, I mean, for me, I feel like I, sometimes I feel like meaning like it's it's supposed it's supposed to be supposed it's supposed to be it's supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah, like uncomfortable. It comes out in different fashions, different facets, different feelings, different right feelings is what I was looking different for. feelings. Yeah, Everybody we, feels it differently. Yeah, but. There's never been a time in life, in my opinion, you're ne- when you go through a time in life, as long as it's a positive thing, and you feel like kind of like eh, like antsy or like anxious about something because you're putting yourself out on a limb, that's a good thing. Like be be excited when you go after something and you feel that like that tingling, like oh, like I'm doing something different, I'm doing something new, and this this I've never, I don't know what to expect. Like that, lean in, lean in, put your pedal to the fucking floor. And lean into that. You're dropping f bombs left and right. Yeah. Are you Gary V's cousin or something? Gary V's gonna be on here. All right, yeah. Gary V, we'd love to have you. Let's I'm make just it saying, happen, dude. Throttle down on that uncomfortable feeling, especially when it's something that you want. Throttle down. Go yeah. all all in. No one wants what you want, right? Only you know. And what what are you gonna uh, do to to put yourself in those positions? Amen. Totally. And and as we've both mentioned, you know we're dealing with stuff that we're, we're working through that. It, it's certainly not easy. It's a process. Um, but yeah, you just gotta be willing to, to deal with whatever those, if those feelings are associated with being, you know, quote unquote uncomfortable. So I think that's a wrap. You think it's a wrap? 
I think we could dive into other things, but yeah, let, let's call it uh, an episode for today. But uh, we would love to probably talk a little bit more about both sales and marketing in some future shows, get a little bit more substantial, but definitely touched on some really good stuff today. I think we need to bring in too, to that point, um, I look forward to bringing in other other sales minded sales professionals, you know, whether they're, you know, in all different facets, I mean, every CEO is the best salesperson in the company kind of have to be, um, to a degree, in my opinion, depending. Um, but you know, bringing some different, different voices on those topics that we can learn from, cause um, we don't know everything and we're young, we're still learning. So I think that'd be great for us to dive into those more with some, some professionals in those areas and get a fresh take on that. Totally. But we had some good uh, tips around, you know, LinkedIn and how to market yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, let's uh, wrap things up. want to say thank you, as always, to everyone that's tuning in. We are really excited to continue to produce awesome content. We are growing, and we're only going to get better. Isn't that right, Cole? Amen, Brother Ben. Amen. Do you think we can get a... Applause from the crowd that we've got here in the studio today. Jimmy. Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, hit the button. Jimmy, get back in here. Hit the button. Look at that. All right, folks, we are signing off. Thank you once again. Please reach out to us at unscriptedexchanges at gmail.com and stay tuned for some more fire content. Thank you, guys. Peace out.